right, all right. What's up with the what's up? I am your host, The Coach, and welcome to another episode of Believe in the Business of Fitness. Today, we're taking a left turn. That's right. Normally, I bring to you 10, 20, 30-year veterans in the game, but today, we are taking a new perspective. I am bringing you Carissa Ruth, the owner and creative director of ICT Pole in Wichita, Kansas. Many of you know I am from the great state of Kansas, Wichita, the dub as we like to call it. But the thing that's going to stand out for this episode is specifically that, the market. If you've ever been to Wichita or you know anything about it, it's not a progressive city. So anything that's as exotic and quote-unquote taboo as pole is going to be seen as discouraging. So the fact that ICT Pole has made it one year in the business is incredibly impressive. And today we're going to talk to Carissa about how she got started, what promoted her to finally open her own studio, and how she plans to expand here in the future. And for all you young business owners out there, I want you to take special note. You may know more than you think. We're just Hello. here to help you connect the dots. We finally got it situated. With that said, uh, incredibly excited. We got this our won't, This won't end up in the show, but getting set show. up for this new Roll format was definitely a task and a half. So thank you for being patient. Um, so for all our listeners out there, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself in the name of your business. And um, I want to follow up with special int- uh, information as well. Okay. Well, I'm Carissa. I'm the owner and creative director of ICT Pulse Studio here in Wichita, Kansas. And I'm also the owner of Heaven Set Shed. And so like some of you may know out there, um, I was actually raised in Wichita, Kansas, and this is our first uh, Wichita, Kansas business that we actually have (laughs) on here. And I I know I've already gotten requests from other people, too. But uh, Carissa, you are actually the first unique one, though, that actually finally fit the show profile. So I'm super excited. And um, as this begins, as the show comes out, you have finally made it one year into business on the ICT yes. Pulse uh, fitness side. So congratulations. Thank you. Yes. Um, everyone yeah, knows. Yeah, we just celebrated, was it last week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because everyone knows the first year of business is difficult. <laughs> and and for all those who are, right? who are watching on YouTube or whatever video format we decide to go with, you can actually see the setup in the background. Um, you have a brick and mortar studio. It's not mm-hmm. something that you run online like I do. This is something you go to every day. People can show up, they can get their health on, and you lock it up and you go home. Mm-hmm. All right, excellent. So uh, let's talk a little bit. Um, tell me a little bit about fitness and health and wellness growing up early on in your life. Kind of just tell people, like, were you an active child? And how did mm-hmm. that kind of progress to where you are now? So I did gymnastics um, as a kid for probably like five, six years. And then I did basketball and went through quite a few other sports that I just didn't really, weren't really my thing. Um, I did enjoy basketball and gymnastics. Those were my my top top two. Uh, And then after that, I, you know, through high school, I didn't play much sports. I actually had kids really young, so that kind of put a halt to my uh, sports life <laughs> and active life. Uh, as I got older, then it was more just kind of being active, like taking kids on walks, and I really like roller skating, and uh, not I was never much of a gym person. Even now, pole is my gym, so <laughs> yeah. No, no. I mean, that's excellent because we all start our journeys uh, with 
health and wellness differently. And so I just want to make sure you have a chance to tell yours. Now, what, so this isn't your first business. Um, I'm, I'm very quick to categorize you as a serial entrepreneur like myself. Can you give us a little bit of background about Heaven Sent Shea? And I want to make sure I'm pronouncing right. Heaven Sent Shea, correct? Oh. Uh, Heaven sent Shay. Shay. Okay. See, this is why yeah. I got to ask. Uh, like Shay butter baby. <laughs> yeah. So let, let's, uh, let's inform our listeners a little bit about kind of your first business venture and yeah. kind of the lessons you took away from it. So uh, when I first started Heaven sent Shay, it really didn't start as a business. It was more personal use uh, for me and my daughter. Uh, we both have like this, you know, natural curly hair. So I was making like shea butter based products for our hair, uh, for our skin. I grew up using like Bath and Body Works and that just was not the move <laughs> for our skin. So uh, I I want to say maybe online natural products started to become popular. So I started seeing it more. So I was like, okay, let me try it. Um, there's tons of YouTube videos and information on how to like make your own product. So I just started there and then for Christmas one year, I believe this was 2017. Uh, yeah, that's when I started. Um, I made a bunch of these like little samples for, or I guess you can call them samples, just like little containers of the Shea. And my kids made cookies and I delivered them to like eight or nine of my friends, just put it in their mailbox and was like, Merry Christmas. And uh, two of them later on, like a week later, they were like, what is this? <laughs> and I was like, because, uh, oh, because at this time it wasn't a hair product. It was actually like a shea butter moisturizer uh like a lotion um uh, combination thing so uh they're like what is this this is so amazing i've used it on like my kids like i love it it's so creamy because you know i whip it and it's all this stuff so um i was like oh it's just you know this shea butter mixture that i make and uh use for me and my kids and they're like i need more <laughs> so i was like all right so i just i made more and i just gave it to them because you know it wasn't like I wasn't doing it for sale uh, yet. And then I I think from there, like word of mouth is powerful. So they told their friends and it just started like slowly growing. And then uh, I started doing uh, vendor booths. And then when it didn't, you know, there was a whole, whole more to it after that. But then what really took it off was uh, when COVID hit, I was like, okay, I was bartending at the time and most of my jobs were like, you got to go there, make the money. And, and I was like, okay, I need something that I can do from home. And I was like, okay, let's just take this Shay a step further. So that's when I made the website and actually turned it into an LLC. And uh, it just started booming. Like it was like, I was advertising. I think people were at home. So that helped. Uh, I kind of came in right when it was like, I or ha, I don't know how to say, it, but like I, uh, time time was of the essence there, so I, I definitely uh, played that card. So, uh, recently though, it hasn't been. It's kind of been on the back burner with the studio. The studio's kept taking a lot of almost all my time, really. So it's still there. I'm still selling it. Uh, it's just not been a priority. So, but some. The main things that I really took from Heaven Sent Shea and put to the studio was like customer relations. Um, I, especially with what I do, uh, I think it's very important that people feel like I, that they can trust me, that they can be comfortable, they can be themselves around me. Um, I mean, it, I don't want to say pole is like vulnerable. I, there's probably a better word for that 
But I think when you come here, you you definitely need to feel comfortable. And so um, developing a personal relationship with everybody has definitely been a goal every month. Um, it, it's a goal to maintain it and to continue it and just find ways to build community here. So, and then um, like also organizing uh, with Heaven Sent Shade, there's a lot of like, you know, doing inventory and uh, checking sales and marketing and branding and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I just took it and made not a very, uh, not one that I would take to a bank, but a business plan, <laughs> like for myself, uh, kind of like lists and check and, you know, stuff like that to help me get started last year. So a lot to unpack there. And yeah, that was, <laughs> you know, as all of you know, marketing is definitely my avenue. And a lot of what you talked about, even if you may not know it, when you talk about customer relations or, um, repeat repeat sales which is the end goal here then that trust factor that you're talking about trust is the base for everything because people won't buy from you unless they trust you especially in your business because mm -hmm. pole fitness let's be honest here it's not something i feel like you jump into lightly like you gotta you know there's gotta be that vulnerability yeah. and trust factor just using me as a as for instance if you walked into that studio and I was your instructor, just <laughs> I think a lot. I just just being I'm, I don't know what your 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 demographic is. I feel like a lot of them would yeah. go right off the bat. Let me ask you some questions first before I yeah, decide no, to do for this. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just I, not, I actually yeah I agree. Yeah, like it's just not going to be one of those like. Mm, no, I mean we'll it's come mainly back when all women here. that come here. <laughs> We've had a few males um maybe like two or three but no it's mainly all women and i think that yeah i mean even instructors all of our instructors are female instructors so. <laughs> yeah but it but it still goes back like they gotta trust you and the more mm -hmm. they trust you the more they'll come back and like mm -hmm. you said word of mouth is powerful they're going to tell mm -hmm. their friends they're going to tell their friends yeah. friends and then it just slowly trickulates over time Mm -hmm. Yeah, but no, definitely word of mouth marketing, uh, no matter how much you put into a Google campaign, everyone is the best marketing reviews, save your business or can destroy oh, reviews it. Are, yes. But, oh, oh, yeah. And so far, we've gotten all five star reviews and they're all amazing reviews. So I'm very thankful. So hopefully that speaks volume to IC Pole Studio. <laughs> definitely. So. So you took some lessons from the first from your first business venture. You slowly transition them over. So what made you finally decide to pull the trigger on ICT Pole Studio? Hmm. There was a lot. <laughs> there was a lot of before. So, um, okay. So I started by taking my own pole classes and, uh, or like, you know, I was going and taking pole classes and then I tried to use it as a career for a little bit. Uh, that was interesting, <laughs> and I'm not going to go into much detail about that. And then um, after that, um, I kind of slowed down and started doing, like, bartending, stuff like that. And then uh, someone asked me to teach classes. This is that Sway Ballroom uh, here in Wichita. And I was like, absolutely, like, yes, because really I missed pole dancing. And <laughs> I just, you know, I, I wanted to pole dance without all the other shenanigans. So, so I was like, okay, sure, let's go. And, um, and I also, I really fell in love with it even 
from my first class. I mean, my first class, I fell in love with it and took pole classes every Friday and sometimes twice a week because it was just so much fun and it was empowering. I felt strong and confident. So, um, and then, so, okay, uh, back to Sway. So I was teaching classes at Sway um, for about, I think it was about a year um, before, uh, kind of a, so, you know, I was continuing, I was teaching the classes at, uh, Sway and things were, they were going good. Uh, then there was a bit of an issue with the person that had asked me to teach classes and the owner and I got dragged into the middle. So I kind of felt like, okay, I need to, I didn't want to stop teaching pole classes. I, it was, I, at this point I was super passionate. I'd already gained clientele and I just didn't feel, I guess, welcomed or comfortable teaching there anymore. So, uh, I decided to go with the opportunity to open a studio originally with this other person. So, uh, and it happened really, really fast. I mean, I stopped teaching there and within like a week or two, we had found a building and, um, I had got the LLC and I mean, we were ready to go. So, um, then more conflict happened. <laughs> there was just a lot of miscommunication, misunderstanding, uh, not seeing eye to eye. And for me, I was already full in, like I was already 100% in ready to open the studio and was putting in work every day. So, um, and I just felt like the other person was not holding up to what I had expected. So we kind of came to this, it, it, I guess it was, it was definitely a mutual decision um, otherwise I wouldn't have been able to do it, but she ended up deciding to just let me do it, which now here I am today, I'm very thankful for. And, you know, I'm not, I don't, I don't know what, where she took, um, this, like, I don't know, she could say whatever about me, but, um, for me, I learned a lot of lessons in that short time period of like, who, like, make sure you really know before you are about to do anything, make sure you know who you're getting involved with. And it may sound good and it may feel like it's the right decision, but definitely don't um, just jump into it. Because I, I really did do that. Um, I will say, though, without kind of that situation, I don't think I would have opened my own studio that, like, quickly. Because in my head, I knew that I wanted to do that. Um, but because of that situation, I feel like it kind of pushed me to actually, like, okay, you can do this. Because I didn't feel like I could do it right away. And then having her support, I was like, okay, maybe I could do this. And then because it didn't work out, I was like, all right, well, I'm already in, I'm just going to keep going. So that's when I really just hit the ground running, I think is the phrase. And here I am. <laughs> One thing I always advise partners or groups of people to do is first things first is always legal. And mm -hmm. this just comes from years of working, you know, corporately. I never, this is going to come off cynical and those who know me personally, they're going to be like, yeah, that's, that's typical Ian, but <laughs> I don't work off of word. I work off of mm -hmm. 
paper. If it's in writing, I'm comfortable. If it's not in writing, to me, it doesn't mm -hmm. exist. Just because people mm -hmm. can always change their mind. Or like you mentioned, if my work ethic is 200%, but yours is 80, it's not going to work. And, yeah. you know, I don't know the situations. I don't and passion to... and dedication. It was just different. Yeah. It and... was different. And, and yeah, there was a lot of differences. So uh, and like I'm I said, glad I'm doing it. Yeah. And like I said, I, I don't need to know all the details, but it's, that has been the biggest, I want to say, difference or cause of splits between partners I've seen is usually you got someone who they will give everything or, and then you have mm -hmm. someone or a group that's like, this is like a hobby of mine and, and, it, and it just doesn't fly usually. Right. Yeah. That it definitely seemed, yeah, that would definitely give a good explanation. I mean, there was a lot more, but it definitely, <laughs> that's a good basic foundation. <laughs> so now you got the studio up and going and there's something interesting that I found talking to you before we got started. Mm -hmm. The pole, the pole scene, is that, is that fair to say? I hate that word mm -hmm. fair, yep. by the whole way. Community. I can't believe I just used it. Um, <laughs> safe to say. Pole community. Yeah, yeah, there's a whole pole community. Can you give our listeners mm -hmm. a little bit of intel about it? Because you know, I'm very interested. I yeah. didn't know, like, you guys have, like, your own spaces. You, I'm assuming you have mm -hmm. your own language. I mean, I, we're curious. Yeah. So, I mean, the biggest thing I can say about pole communities, and I feel like anyone who's done – poll classes whether it's now okay i'm gonna also start by saying this one thing i don't like and not everyone does this is they um want to like people who just take poll classes and have never worked like in the club they try to separate themselves which i can kind of understand because there's a side of people there's a stigma around poll in general so they they don't want to be seen as strippers okay fine but whatever so there anyway okay i'm not going to get too much into that but the overall the pole community is very supportive very very supportive and not judgmental um like in the studios and i feel like that's anywhere you go i mean there's a studio in manhattan um elevation studios i reach out to her ask questions she's come down here they've done workshops um so i just there's uh, and I feel like it's very important to, to have that uh, support and non-judgmental environment. And the pole community, it's kind of hard for me to talk about others, but like, I got stuck. <laughs> well, well, let's, well, let's start here. Um, and also, I don't feel like you, like you have to tailor things. Not a lot okay. of people know this. Well, I'm pretty sure no one knew this, but it's coming out now because I don't I don't really care. But there was a point in time where I was actually a stripper uh, right after college. Like, yeah, your face <laughs> says it right there. Uh, not definitely wasn't hey. doing definitely wasn't doing the pole thing, but I actually was out at one of my favorite West Side bars and this lady came over and she was just like, OK, this is going to come off weird, but will you take your clothes off for money? And I was just like. Oh my god! Yeah, I was like very direct. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. I kind of thought she was bullshitting <laughs> me. Pulled out like five hundred dollars. I was like, oh, oh, you're you're like about this okay. life. Okay, sure, <laughs> let's go ahead and do it. And so went back to her place, did it, and it was an audition. And so wow. like, yeah, like so like Wait, this is Wichita. Yeah, and her friends were there, and then so 
Anyways, they were like, hey, you can like dance. And I was like, yeah, sure. You know, go around, you know, conversation. And then so they actually gave me the thing. He's like, how would you feel if we called you Black Ice? And essentially, and so basically she was like my manager. She got 20% for a booking fee. And, you know, I had a flat rate of 500 plus tips. And Mm -hmm. I did that for like a year. And uh, needless to say, when my family was like, you're not really too worried about looking for like a job job right now. I was like, yeah. but yeah but so it's just it's interesting because like you wouldn't expect that one from a guy but two Mm -hmm. especially in wichita because for our listeners out there wichita may be 500 almost 600,000 people but it's the biggest smallest town that you've ever been in because everybody knows everybody and everyone's in everyone's business so when you talk about (laughs) a whole community i'm Mm -hmm. interested to even know like what is what does that look like compared to everywhere else or kind of what's, what is the pole scene oh, community okay. in Wichita? Okay. So right now, um, I think there's three, I know for sure. So there's three places that you can take pole classes right now. Um, there could be, I know, I know Genesis had one. Sorry, I'm getting a call. I'm trying to decline it. Um, I know Genesis had one or had pole lessons, but, I think it's so okay. Social media may help really help because I think maybe was it, it was before COVID uh, poll studios and poll just in general became really popular on social media. So I think people like that helps because people were already looking for a place to do poll classes. So then um, I think also to the difference was like, I'm very social. Like I'm, 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 I'm on social media like a lot. So I think that kind of helped us grow too because and we do like a lot of events um because a lot of people will say oh i didn't even know that there was pole classes here but really there have been pole classes here for quite a few years um since i think sway's been doing them for i don't know like maybe six years or something so um i think the like okay so the majority of people that come here are like between like early 20s to like mid thirties, um, you know, mostly women and a lot of them just work like regular jobs and want to pull and either get fit or feel sexy or just try something new or they see it on social media and they're like, Oh, that's badass. And I want to do that. So <laughs> I mean, there's tons of reasons that people come here. Um, we do have girls that would just want to get better in the club. So there's so many uh, the diversity is is huge. I love that, and I think that's pretty common in the pole community everywhere. Um, culture, culture, so many different cultures that come here. So, yeah. <laughs> so um, so let me ask you something because I I think it's safe to say you're probably the more well known studio in the area now. I hope so. <laughs> And I, I have a strong feeling that if if you don't see yourself as a leader in the in the poll community, I hope you do now. What what are your goals um, for the community specifically? Like, what what do you want to kind of set out? And I guess really what I'm asking for for our listeners out there, what is kind of your brand position? Like, what do you want to be known for? Okay, um, so the word that always pops in my head is empowering and, and healing. Uh, I think that there's, 
Okay, so one, I want to reshape the perception of pole. Okay, that's my first big thing because I want people to see pole because I've run, I've all year I run into this. Um, you know, I want people to see pole as more than just something they can use to go make money. Okay, it's also it's it's um an art form. It's a way to express yourself. It is a sport. There's actual competitions. People can go compete. So some of my girl. Some of my goals are just like personal and for the studio, for people who come here are to be able to go compete. And, you know, maybe that's their first time ever doing any type of competition. So it feels good to win something uh, for performing. There's, you know, like we've done, we did something at Fever. Um, I haven't really done, like we did the Women's Fair. Uh, we're going to do the Women's Fair again this coming, uh, was it April? I think it's in April. Um, so there's just, I mean, there's opportunities that we hope to create to where we can, oh, we had our first showcase at the anniversary party. Um, so just opportunities where we can like come together and, uh, I guess like show what we've <laughs> been practicing. And, um, I think also I'm kind of like a unconventional person <laughs> so pole is a very unconventional thing and I think Wichita needs more of that um I really like Denver Colorado I love going to Denver and when I go there I feel very like there's just so much art and culture and I just I love it there and I really want that here and for me that pole is one of the ways I can do that uh, or, or one of the ways I can bring kind of like something, like you said, unique, you said unique earlier uh, to Wichita. So, yeah. <laughs> so I heard destigmatize the notion around pole. I heard mm -hmm. empowerment of women. Mm -hmm. I, you may have not said this, but I also heard bringing more of the competition scene to life. Yes. Would yes, you, definitely. Would you say those are kind of your big three? Kind oh, of for sure. Initiatives, especially with your brand. Yes. Oh, definitely. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Excellent. For a lot of our listeners out there, you just got a free lesson in in brand positioning <laughs> because you got to know what you stand for, and you got to be able to say, you know, when people ask you, just like, "This is what we're here for. This is what we do, and this is why we do it." And so I'm glad. Mm -hmm. I'm glad because you know a lot. You really do, and I get to see it all coming together. <laughs> And so I'm excited to see what your five year anniversary is going to look like. I know. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so, speaking of that, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about your future here. But what is kind of, what would you say is kind of your biggest success story uh, with the studio? Mm -hmm. Like, what's something that, you know, forbid, let's say, let's say something tragic happens and everything had to mm -hmm. stop. What is one thing you can look back and say from the studio standpoint? Like, I'm really glad this happened. Okay. At first, I knew what you meant. Now I don't understand the question. <laughs> well, just kind of like your 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 success story. Like maybe it's an individual. Okay. Maybe it's a maybe it's something with the 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 LLC itself. I don't know anything that really makes you say, "I'm super proud of this." Okay. Well, the studio in general, <laughs> for one. Um. So I think going from doing it like originally was going to do it with somebody else and then turning around and saying, Oh, well, I'm just going to do it by myself. And then just, you know, starting the first, I think it was the first few months I was by myself. And I mean, I taught 
11, 12 classes a week. And it was exhausting. And not just doing the classes, but like, you know, running the business in general, uh, taking care of three kids. And um, I had actually just gotten in a car accident. So I really wasn't physically at my best. So, but I was like, I'm doing this. I don't care. I'm doing this. And um, I feel like, so that's kind of like the foundation to this. I think now the biggest success is going from that to now having two pole instructors. And we have like, I think we have like eight, 18 to 20 classes a week and not having to do it by myself. <laughs> so I'm very, 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 very thankful for Cassie and Hannah because uh, I would be overwhelmed probably <laughs> if I was continuing to teach all those classes because it also gave me the opportunity to, excuse me, to add more classes um, and give, you know, more time, give more like uh, opportunities for people to come and also the opportunity to have more events because I have that help. So I think the, the, yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, once we got the online, once we got the website, cause the first, I think it was like first five or six months, um, everything was just like by text. People would text me and there wasn't really like a good system of signing up for classes. So definitely that's one of my, uh, things is if you're going to open a studio, definitely get a website right away. <laughs> because once I got the website, everything was so much easier and it was so smooth. And um, I feel like it also generated so much more business because they they took us more seriously too. And I mean, there's people booking daily and I love it. And um, yeah, that's another success is the website. <laughs> so for a lot of our listeners out there, another reason why I'm really excited about the guests we have today is because, um, you know, you you don't have a, an MBA or a four year, you know, business administ uh, administration degree, but you're talking about so many mm -hmm. points of business that a lot of our listeners out there who are going to have a similar background can learn from. Because what you're talking about right mm -hmm. now is scaling. You have literally scaled your business to what you needed it to be. And you're talking mm -hmm. about marketing. You're talking about your outward facing marketing platform being your website and how helpful it's been. And then when another, especially specifically, specifically when we talk about scaling too, adding, knowing when to add on help, especially in this type of business, because I know what it's like to try to teach three or four classes a day and then having mm -hmm. to practice in between. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. Yeah. And yeah. then <laughs> you're having to manage booking and billing. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a lot and you need help because if you don't have help, you can't grow even more. Yeah. And so, I mean, I'm ready for an assistant. I mean, at this point. <laughs> and, and these are the things out there that as younger business owners uh, want you to learn is knowing you need help because it is going to come fast. So yeah. And don't be afraid to ask because that was my problem. I wanted to like the kudos of doing it all by myself. And I was like, no, I got to stop thinking like that. I mean, that's if anything, that's just going to make me fail is trying to, because then I'm not putting in quality work. If I do, if I'm just doing all this, teaching all the classes, running everything, I mean, it's just not, yeah, then I'm not, it's not quality, so. Name a millionaire that does everything by themselves. Okay, I like that, that's, yeah, <laughs> it's just not real. Yeah, I, yeah, there's, there isn't one. And that's honestly, and I, for me personally, that's my biggest flaw is I have to start reaching out mm -hmm. now to get more help because there's too much going on. I need help. And now, mm -hmm. now going back to the issue that you had earlier, I need to find someone I can trust though. And yes, 
Yes. When that day I think, gets yeah, here. Yeah, definitely. For sure. I, I, I really, I mean, I'm, I might be jumping ahead here, but I definitely like, you know, one of my goals for the future is to have like multiple locations and, you know, I can't be in all these locations at the same time. So um, definitely in the next like year or two, I'm going to start, you know, looking for somebody and maybe not necessarily looking. I'm the, I kind of believe in people are the right person's just you know, going to come because that's what's happened so far. Um, but someone that I can trust to run it and I guess more manage it because I'll still do like the higher up stuff, I guess. <laughs> I guess I won't be corporate as much as I don't want to be corporate. <laughs> I'll be corporate of ICP Pole Studio. <laughs> but I'm still doing huge classes. That's never going to stop. <laughs> hey, it's all apart scaling about what you want in the end. But so, so we're talking about your future goals here. You want multiple studio locations. Mm -hmm. What else? So competitions that's all i'm always going to say that because that's really a huge goal so i want multiple locations i want to do um competitions and there's so there's the pulse sport organization so that's going to be like countrywide you know states all that like usually i think the last one i know there's one in denver um recently maybe atlanta like cities like that is where they have the um uh champion or competitions and then there's actually a world pole championships that are held and I'm like okay I want to do that too and then and not just me like I want I've already there's already like three or four people that said that they want to start practicing to do competitions so um I'm hoping like maybe February January February we could start getting some classes going because I want it to be like a actual competition prep class that we do uh so um and then another goal is to there's, so there's also pole international pole convention and I would really like to do some workshops there uh, and just like be a part of that like just really dive into the pole world even more so excellent well you know we're gonna start wrapping up here pretty soon and there's a question I always like to ask um, our mm -hmm. guests that this is applicable to applicable to it's the state of industry. Health and mm -hmm. wellness, it, there's so many different categories and subcategories and verticals that things could fit into. You look at, you know, you look at my business, which is health, in, with it, which is health coaching now, where now we're even talking about financial health. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know how that happened, personally. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how that <laughs> fell in there, but it did. And then, you know, I think that's good, though. <laughs> yeah, now we're talking about pole fitness. There's so many different mm -hmm. ways out there to live a healthy lifestyle and promote health and wellness. In your opinion, how do you feel about the current state of the health and wellness industry? And what do you think needs to be changed or what, what do you like about it? What don't you like about it? I just, I want your overall opinion. Uh, it's a very broad question. <laughs> uh, hmm. I guess, and this is, you know, just me being a pole studio owner, I would be nice to have pole categorized as fitness, uh, because, I mean, that's just one of my goals. So, but I guess, you know what, I'll be honest, this last year, I haven't really even considered, even though I'm doing pole fitness, I haven't until recently considered myself a health and wellness facility, I guess is the right word. Um, so that's definitely something I'm going to have to work on is, you know, learning more about how pole ties into that. 
Um, I think for sure, like, I, I can't speak on this. It's definitely extremely beneficial for mental health um, because I have, ex- I mean, everyone has experienced issues with mental health. Um, but I like, I've had tons of people say they felt depressed. They didn't want to come to class. And then they were like, no, I'm going to come anyway. And then they leave feeling 10,000 times better. Um, and I can say the same thing for myself. You know, there's times where I really just, I'm like, I just don't feel like doing this or I don't want to teach or I'm just like overwhelmed. And so I pause and I'm like, okay, let me pull. And even if it's like 10, 15 minutes, it feels good. I mean, you're getting your, your, you're circulating your blood, you're getting your heart rate pumping, you're, um, you're using your body. I mean, it's like, it is, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how to like, I don't know how else to, to go into that, but, um, I think the state of the pole industry is booming. I can say that. I can't really speak much on the health and wellness <laughs> side of things, but I know pole, there's, there's pole studios everywhere, everywhere you go. Every state has got a pole studio. That at least I'm pretty sure. <laughs> hey, it, like I said, once again, it's your opinion. And it, that's, if that's what you have, that's what you have. But otherwise mm-hmm. I love it. And I would consider, I'm pretty sure we have pole considered in the health and wellness uh, feel. Oh, yeah. I mean, okay, I'm just, just being honest. I mean, I think, I, mean, if I think I'm talking more of like individuals is, I guess, individual people accepting it more as. Here, here's what I'm going to tell you to tell them. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if anyone here, if you've ever been to a to a gentleman's club, I, I don't even know if that's the proper term to call them anymore. Um, sure, you know, whatever. You, <laughs> you, you go up and you try to hold yourself up on a pole in Skywalk yeah. and see how well it goes. <laughs> that's true. No, that's very true. It's not going to go well. <laughs> no, <it's not. laughs> well, some of them are natural. So some people in may, but majority no. <laughs> yeah, no. Trust me. I'm not saying I've tried it, but I've been to a few amateur nights and. I've seen I've seen a few ambulances called, so that's all I'm gonna say. Oh my god! <laughs> oh yeah, if you're gonna get a poll, make sure you put it up right because there's too many videos online. <laughs> oh no, the, um, the no the poll did what it was supposed to do. The oh oh the, it was the people. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's happened. I yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can tell by looks on our faces. We're just like, yeah, yeah. You yeah, probably weren't ready no, for yeah. that. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> well, uh, Carissa, like I said, we have all your information in the show notes, but is there anything you want to leave the people off with? Maybe some offers that you're going to have coming up in 2023 or anything you'd like for them to know before we let you go? Um, so we have merch now. Well, we've had this, we've had this for a while, but we have uh, a really awesome sweat. Now that I think about it, it's going to be spring. I'm not going to want a sweatsuit in spring. <laughs> I just realized that. Okay, but we have a sweatsuit. So maybe you're going to wear a sweatsuit anyways. But we have a, it's a, it's going to look kind of like this on the back. I don't know if you guys can see this butterfly right here. Um, and it says iced tea polarinas on the front. It's like this. Super cute. So, you know, you can just rep the brand, show that you're part of the community. Um, and we have memberships. We have month to month memberships. So if you really want to commit and just jump right in, then memberships are a good way to go. And we usually always have some kind of special going on. We don't have a special going on right now at this moment, but definitely you can always go online and check for something. So, and we'll be at the women's fair soon. So come out and see us at Century 2. (laughs) 
Carissa, it has been a pleasure. Uh, I am so glad that we finally got someone from the hometown to come on the show Yay. and kind of show exactly that. I hope I repped it well. Exactly. And show that Wichita is more than Dorothy and Cornfield. Oh, my God. Yeah, right. I know, for real. <laughs> well, with yeah, that, we poll here. <laughs> well, with that said, thank you for your time today, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. <laughs> Recap. Just because you're young doesn't mean you don't know anything. Some of the best ideas and most creative solutions come from the youngest minds, mostly because they haven't been tainted and beaten down by life yet. <laughs> Carissa really kind of struck a chord with me with that one. Um, it was a real breath of fresh air to hear such a young perspective from a business owner who just hit their one year mark, to hear how many ideas they had in place and to see the elements of business that they're putting in place, even though they may not recognize it. I have no doubt that Carissa and her studio is going to continue you know, exponential growth over the next couple of years. And I want to thank everyone from tuning in there all the way from Japan, Germany, Canada, Mexico, Puerto Rico. We have so many listeners out there now. I'm just so thankful that you guys keep continuing to share the show. Like always, make sure that you like and subscribe. Um, you know, if you have the time, make sure that you go on to Twitter and Instagram, make sure you find me, go ahead and connect. I love to hear from you. Keep sending in those emails. Uh, I want to continue to bring on extraordinary guests and give you content that's relevant to you and helps you grow your business. With that said, I want to tell everyone out there, thank you for continued viewership and we'll talk to you soon. Stay cool world. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.